Blog Talk Radio. I need thee, oh, I need thee. Every hour, I need thee. Oh, bless me now, my Savior. Listen from all around the world. 
to this ministry. So we don't want you to put your business on Front Street. So if you have a personal request, you can inbox me there uh, on Facebook, Voice of Truth Worldwide Ministry. That is my ministry page, amen, there on Facebook. You can inbox me there, and I will get back to you. At this time, if you need prayer, if you can press the one, I will bring you in for prayer. I don't see anybody with the, their hands up for prayer, so we're just going to keep it moving. And I'm going to go ahead and open this up in general prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come as humble as we know how. Father, we thank you because you are a God all by yourself. We know, God, that you're still in control, oh God. We know, God, that you know all things and sees all things and nothing catches you by surprise. We pray, Father God, that you will meet the needs of your people all around the world, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Let no household lack any good thing, oh God. Ask you to keep them, protect them, and they're going in and coming out, oh God, because you are our helper, Lord. Lord, we just thank you. Help us to look unto the hill which comes our help when we are in trouble, when we are in need, God. Help us to look to Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. Lord, we thank you right now for your word, O oh God, in the name of Jesus, O oh God. Let us be a doer of your word and not just a hearer of your word, O oh God, in the name of Jesus, O oh God. Father God, we ask you to bless the body of Christ with strength, even now, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Cover every home that's under, my sound, under the sound of my voice. In the body of Christ, cover the body of Christ under the blood of the Lamb of God. We thank you right now, God, in the name of Jesus. Protect them even now, Lord, from danger seen and unseen, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, in the name of Jesus, let your warring angels go before them, oh, God, and camp all around them and their family, all around the home, even now, God, as we live in these last and evil days, oh, God, in the name of Jesus. Bless them, God, with blessings from heaven that they don't have room enough to store, God, in the name of Jesus, oh, God. Father God, we pray right now that you will mend hearts, mend relationships, oh God. We ask you right now, God, to restore the hearts and the minds of your people. Restore relationships, oh God, in the name of Jesus. We pray, Father God, that you will save a soul right now, God, in the name of Jesus. We pray that you will put love in the heart. We pray that you will put peace and joy in their heart. In the name of Jesus, we pray that you will wash their heart clean, cleanse them with the blood. Even now, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus, save their souls and make them whole right now, God. In the name of Jesus, bring them out of darkness to your marvelous light, oh God. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, help us to live by faith, walk by faith, talk by faith, live by your word, God. Let our life and how we live, speak for us, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Help us to trust in you with all our heart and lean not unto our own understanding, but acknowledge you in all of our ways. Help us to acknowledge you, God, in all of our ways, oh God, and whatever we do, God, let us continue to trust you, God, to continue to believe in you and have faith in what you said in the word, God. We just give you praise and honor and glory for it right now. We pray for you to 
pray right now, Lord, that you will comfort those who are mourning, those who have lost loved ones, God, or whatever's going on in their home, God. We pray for comfort and we pray for strength in this hour. In Jesus' mighty name, we give you praise, honor, and glory. We call it done. In Jesus' mighty name, it is so. In Jesus' name, amen. To God be all of the glory. We thank God for today. Amen. We need to love today. The message today will come from Mark, Mark the sixth chapter. And I'm going to begin reading at verse number one. And the word of God reads, And he went out from thence and came unto his own country. And the disciples followed him. And when the Sabbath day was come, he began to teach in the synagogue. And many hearing him was astonished, saying, From when have this man these things? And what wisdom is this which is given unto him, that even such mighty works are wrought by, by his hands? Is not this the carpenter, the son of Mary, the brother of James and Josiah and Judas and Simeon? And are not his sisters here with us? And they were offended at him. But Jesus said unto them, A prophet is not without honor, but in his own country and among his own kin and in his own house. And he could there do no mighty words. Say that he laid his hand upon a fruit, six folks, and healed them. And he marveled because of their unbelief. And he went around about the village teaching. And he called unto him the twelve and began to send them forth by two and two and gave them power over unclean spirits. In the name of Jesus, we're going to stop right there. But we want to encourage you to go back and read the entirety of the chapter so that you can get an understanding of what God is saying in the word of God. Amen. We need the word. Amen. My sister and my brother, we need the word. Amen. The title of our message today is Because of Unbelief. Because of unbelief. Here Jesus was doing his ministry. He had um, a ministry of healing. Uh, Jesus was a sent prophet of God, and, and he was going about doing the work of ministry. At that time, he had his disciples were following him, and he had called the disciples, and um, he was going about, and he was preaching the truth of God's word. He was doing the work. He was he was healing people from sickness and diseases. Um, he he was causing the lame to walk, the blind to see. He was a miracle working prophet of God. He was sent to do what he was doing in this time. But because of unbelief, 
in his own hometown, in his own house in Ken, there was not much he could do because of the unbelief. I believe that is one of the reasons why God would take a true prophet that God has sent, and he will move them to another land or bring them out of their own hometown. Sometimes don't mean that you might go across the world, but it may move you to the next city. But whatever it is, he move you out of the place where you are when you are called to be a prophet. First of all, you must be called by God to be a prophet. Jesus was sent by God to be a prophet. He was a healing prophet. He had a healing ministry. And so as he was doing the work, if I could say it this way, the street committee was there. Religious leaders was there. People that he grew up. Even kin, you want to say kinsmen, the kinfolks that might have been there. And we see that today. We see today, matter of fact, today, let's start right there. Matter of fact, today, you don't see or hear much about a prophet. But we hear much and much about a pastor. But you know, the, the word of God talks about a fivefold ministry. A prophet is very important to the lives of the people because they release the word. And they bring forth the message unto the people. The prophet is sent unto the people so that they can receive the truth and the message of God from the prophet. Well, Jesus was doing what a prophet does. He was preaching the truth of the word of God because it said they was astonished about what he taught and the wisdom that he had. And they want to know where did he get it from. Well, he was the son of God. But they did not see Jesus as who he was because they knew him when he grew up in the town of Jerusalem. They knew him from a little boy. And so they only saw him as Jesus, the carpenter's son, Mary's son, the brothers of James and the rest of the siblings, they did not see him as who he had been called to be. And many times when you are called to ministry, because of people unbelief and because they know where you came from, they know who your parents are, they put you in a category where they don't believe who you are in God, just like Jesus. I can imagine them saying, you know, to one another, because you know how they get together and people talk about you and whisper about you. He talking about he a prophet. He healing folks. Talking about Jesus. Jesus. He healing folks. That's a carpenter's son. You know, people come down on the things of God, but they don't come down on the things that are false. Well, I remember my testimony when I came to minister. The first thing that said, she said she a preacher. I didn't say I was a preacher. God said I was a preacher. 
I didn't say I was a preacher, but God had called me, so I had to do. I had to go before the congregation. You know, you have to go. You have to do your initial sermon and all these kind of things because you're acknowledging that you have been called and chosen by God to do a work for God. And the truth is, you can't worry about what people are going to say because if they talked about Jesus. They're going to talk about you. They're going to come down on your ministry. I wonder, do you have enough faith to believe in the prophet that God sent to you? Can you look past what they used to be? Because, see, some of us can't look past what people used to be because of our own unbelief. We, God can't do no miracles in your life because you won't receive the prophet. You won't receive who he sent. When God has sent the message to you of truth and you reject the message of God, that's what the Bible said. Jesus marveled he could, at the unbelief, at their unbelief, even though he was doing marvelous work before their eyes with signs and miracles following, they still saw him as just Jesus. Do you have a Enough faith to believe. Are you refusing to believe in miracles? You know, I I heard somebody say once that that the prophets were in the Bible day, sitting in the congregation. Mm-hmm. That cannot be a truth. Because we know that God is the same God that he was in Jesus' day of doing his ministry. He's the same God. God's ministry has not changed. Now, it may be religious stuff that has changed, but God has not changed. And his work has not changed. Jesus was doing the work of ministry, and he was healing. Many people today, they don't want healing ministry because it's going to cost you a little something. something. They're going to cost you to be a prophet. Now, I know a lot of people like to put prophets on their name. But you have to be sent. You can't just be a prophet that went because there's no anointing on what you're doing. You can't do nothing for the people. Jesus was anointed. That's why the Bible said he was anointed. I'm going to paraphrase. He says, I'm anointed to do what I'm doing. I'm anointed to heal. I'm anointed to break the yoke and the bondage. I'm anointed to set the captives free. I'm anointed to bring forth healing in the life of the people. That's what he was doing. But yet they didn't believe. They did not believe. And because of their unbelief, refusing to believe, some couldn't even get saved. You must believe in who God has sent. You have to believe in Jesus. You have to believe in Jesus to be saved. You have to believe in Jesus to be healed. You have to believe in Jesus to be set free from whatever's coming against you. You've got to believe in Jesus because he is the one that was sent. He was the prophet that was sent. In the Bible and throughout the Bible, in the Old Testament, you hear about the prophets. God has prophets. Then he has prophetess. They're in the word of God. Prophetess are the women of God. And we know that in Jesus' ministry, there were women in ministry. 
and they were doing the work of ministry, and they were ministering unto Jesus and unto others. God used his women. But yet some of us do not believe in women working in the church. That is not a truth. We need to get back to our word and ask God to give us the revelation of the truth because God uses women. They are property. The men are the prophets. Now, I don't know about all this other stuff, chief prophets and all this other stuff, and then probably all this stuff, the Bible said prophets. And so we have to believe in the word of God. Jesus was a prophet that was sent. The Bible tells us we must have we must believe in the prophet, and we must have faith in God so that our life will prosper because the prophet is the one that brings forth and releases the word of healing and deliverance in your life. And, you know, you say, well, I know, I know, I know, Many people say it in the Bible days. People do not believe in it. But you must have a prophet in your life. And because of unbelief, if you don't believe that it, that there is a prophet, then, you know, who can give you the, the, the word? Okay, you get the word, you know, the pastor preached the word, the anointing, but the anointing is different for a pastor. The anointing is different for every office that one operate in ministry. There's no title in ministry. But the Bible says that Jesus went around healing, and Jesus said, he said himself, he says, a prophet is not without honor. So that means that people don't even honor a prophet, even in their, in their own town and old neighborhood, because they are said back in the day. You know what? Back in the day, I know you back when. I remember when you was drinking. I remember when you were smoking. I remember when you were laying with Jody. I remember what you used to do. So they never look past your past. They see you as that person. And so that's why I believe that God moves a prophet out of the land because sometimes family members will attack the ministry and don't believe in your calling or whatever you're called to do. But Jesus said unto us that a prophet is not accepted in his own country, in his own town, in his own in his own city. But God is the one that chooses the prophet. You know, man can't choose a prophet. Only God can do that. And he, when he speaks, God speaks to his prophet, and they bring forth the word, and they reveal the mysteries of God unto the people, unto the body of Christ. God sent his prophet so that you can receive a word of truth, so that you can be healed and delivered in every area of your life, into your life, whether it be a male and female, you must know the prophet. And it's so sad to say that God has sent prophets into people's lives, and they refuse the prophet. They refuse to receive the word. They refuse to believe that that person is a prophet. They refuse, and they rise up, never rise up against the prophet of God. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. 
If you don't believe who they are, if you don't believe in the ministry, first of all, don't follow the ministry. Second of all, you like what I'm saying? It's not I, but it's God. You can hang up the phone. God says in his word, saying, touch not my anointing. They might not even be a prophet, but if they are anointed vessel of God that is chosen to do the work, don't put your mouth on God's prophet. Don't touch it. He said, don't harm my prophet in the word of God. Read it for yourself. Find it for yourself because it's in the word. We have to get it right. God sent Jesus, and he was a prophet, and he did the work. And he did the work of, of ministry. And I can imagine Jesus probably just looking at them almost astonished, like, okay, oh, yeah, really? And I'm not praying for you. Really, you know, really, y'all don't believe? But yet you're following me because you're going to have people in, the, in your circle that's going to follow your ministry, not because they believe in your ministry. They want to rise up against your ministry. That's why they listen. That's why they follow you. You know, you know, when they are following your ministry, God allow you to know who your enemies are. Well, if you truly who you say you are in God, whether you be a prophet or not, I don't judge them because I have learned and been taught by the best that if somebody says that they are a prophet, that's who they are. It's not for me to judge. That's between them and God. So we got to learn not to put our mouth on a prophet. It is just not. I don't know who you are or what group of people you are, but do not come against God's prophet anymore. You know, the word of God says that they shall know that a prophet has been among them. I will be very careful. I will be very, very careful. It may look like. God is not with them, but you better ask Elijah. You better ask the prophet unto those that step up against the prophets of God. Don't step up against his work because it is some true ministry, and this ministry is a true ministry of God. Now, there are many false ministries. There are many fake ones about them put it that way, many fake ministers. There are many fake prophets, false prophets in the land. And we prefer a false prophet over a true prophet. Now Jesus was healing. His ministry was a healing healing ministry. Prophet bring forth healing in the life. That's a true fact. They bring forth healing in the life of the people. If the people will receive the word and receive the message of truth and are obedient unto it. Now, when you're not obedient to it, oh, yeah, you're going to get the consequences of not being obedient to what was told you to do. But God tells us in the word that he sent forth the prophet. What, ha- what, what is really going on? What is really going on that we don't have the five-four ministry anymore? What's going on? Are we too busy trying to build bigger churches? Are we too busy trying to make a name for ourselves? Are we too busy trying to put more money in our pockets? 
and we're so tired and worked down, we can't do nothing because we're so wrapped up and tired of and making a dollar bill. When God calls us to do a greater work, God will take care of his ministry if he calls you to the ministry. But most of us, we don't want to do the right thing towards the work of God. And a lot, you know, and the sad thing is, you see so much talk about mediums on the TV, and you see all this foolishness and all this sorcery and, and all of this witchcraft going on. God is not pleased. Witchcraft is abomination against God, and you cannot come against God's prophet with witchcraft when he went to the lady in Indo. God is not pleased. Jesus came to heal and deliver the people. Not to take and steal from the people to make their pockets fat. And see, we rather go and, and stand in line with a false prophet than a prophet of God that's going to bring forth the word. We think they ought to do it free. But we can go pay a media. We can go pay a, a whatever they call them, here, a palm reader. Pay them the 300 and 300 and 400 and 500 about thousands of dollars. And the prophets that never come to pass. You never get no healing. You never get any deliverance because it ain't of God. What you're paying for is not of God. We got to get it right. And they ain't telling you something that they know. They're telling you what you tell them. <laughs> Help me, they love. They're telling you what you tell them. That's why they ask you. <laughs> and someone, when you call them, you better have that credit card ready. <laughs> you ain't coming to them, not no false prophet without no money, but you want to come to a true prophet and you want to get healing and deliverance and all of this stuff from on the, on the other side. And you don't want to recognize them. You don't want to act like you even know them, but you want to sneak behind the back and want you want to talk about them. And then you want to get prayed. You want to come in their face when ain't nobody like us. Uh, you want to come like Nicodemus. That's what it's like. And you want to come. To them in a secret place so you can ask for prayer and you can receive a word, but you don't want nobody to know that you don't. <laughs> God sees you and he knows you. <laughs> we got to get it right. God has profit in our life, but we have to know them and, and receive the word of God. Now, on this team, the wild team, this is a true ministry of God. We are real. We are not fake. Do not rise up against this ministry of God. We are not fake. I don't care who you go to. But if you continue to come against this ministry, the Lord thou God, hey, don't do it. Stop it. This ministry is real. And the people that God has chosen to be under this ministry are men and women of God, and they are real. They are not fake. We got true prophets here. They are not false prophets. They are true prophets of God. We got to get it right. We need to know the truth that we can do better and get our life right with God. The problem is we don't want the truth. Because we want to do our own thing. You know, I could imagine Jesus being a son of God and know all things. He knew every heart around him. They couldn't fool Jesus. You ain't fooling God. 
He knows every heart of every man, woman, boy, and girl. He knows what you're thinking right now. You're mad right now. That's all right. Get mad with God. Don't get mad with me. I'm just the messenger of the word of God. And I was sent and called by God to do the work. I didn't call myself. I tell y'all, you know what? I, I, y'all know my testimony. I'm real. I didn't ask to do ministry. As a matter of fact, I didn't want to do ministry. I didn't want to do it. I told the Lord when he called me to ministry. I said, mm-mm. I said, Lord, Lord, mm-mm. I can't be responsible for the soul. I told him, I said, Lord, I can't be responsible for the soul. He told me to sit down again and read Ezekiel. He called me out of Ezekiel. And I said, he commissioned me to go out of Ezekiel. He said, I'm sinning. You know what he said in Ezekiel? Ezekiel said, he said, whether they will hear or whether they will forbear, for they are a rebellious house. Some of us are rebellious house and stubborn-hearted people. Yet shall know that there have been a prophet among them. Now, that's what he called me out of Ezekiel. I said, Lord, man. I said, Lord, don't be real with y'all. I said, Lord, ain't nobody going to believe you call me a ministry and so up to this day. In my town, in my city, in my folks. <laughs> nobody believes that God chose a name. Matter of fact, God changed the name. They still want to. <laughs> I can have to overlook it because God changed my name. I didn't change it. <laughs> God chose me. I didn't choose myself now. So a lot of times people choose themselves and then other people choose them, but God hadn't chosen them. And so you have to be chosen as Jesus was chosen to do the work of ministry so that there will be healing in the lives of people. And that's why a lot of times we don't receive anything, even though you're paying your money, even though you're giving your money to all these different types of ministry. And I've been there and done that too because I didn't know a lot of things that I know now, you know, and, and you give because you think that they're of God, but God, prophet, they give you direction and instruction from God. And we need that, especially in these last days and times. And we have to receive the prophet and, and believe what God is saying for us through the mouth of the prophet. I believe him. I don't know about y'all, but I I believe. Because of unbelief, you can't really have no miracles in your life because it takes faith. To believe the Bible says it's impossible to please God if we don't have no faith, if we don't believe that He is. So we must believe that He is. I don't know why we don't believe that He is. I don't know why we don't because the devil believes. He knows that He is. He don't want you to know. <laughs> we got to believe. We got to believe so that we can receive the healing that Jesus died for that we could be healed, delivered, and set free. And, and and salvation is free to all. He came for all people, all races of people, all nationalities. He came for all. And his ministry, uh, everywhere he went, he was in the, here he was in his hometown, and he was in the synagogue and, and everything, and, and, and he would read the scripture, and, and, and they were just marveled at what he said and how he said it because it was the anointing that was on his life. It was anointed. You have to have anointing on your life. You can't you can't help anybody. 
if you are not called and sent by God, we just got to get it right. But the Bible tells us that, you know, we can't believe every spirit but test the spirit whether they are God. Because many false prophets gone out into the land, and we know that's the truth. We see it every day. Every day. They're all on the TV, and everybody calling in just throwing money at the feet. Ain't getting no healing, ain't getting no deliverance, ain't getting nothing. But the prophet of God is led by God and by the power of the Holy Spirit to deliver a message unto you. Now, prophet is not sent to everybody. You know, if you look at the word of God, like Moses was sent to the children of Israel. Elijah was sent to a widow. And then uh, in, in, in many other places, he was sent to other people. God was sent a prophet in your land. That's why it's very important, I have learned, that it's very, to ask, very important to ask God, why is this person here? Why are, what, what are they coming for? Because everybody comes. Every time somebody comes into your life, they come for a reason. It's a, it's a lesson or something, something in it. So you have to ask God, you know, why are they here? What are they coming for? You know, why, why did you send them? Because you want to make sure that you are in a place where you can receive healing. Because Jesus was all about healing. He was all about the work of God. He was all about. He was a true prophet of God. He was all that in a bag of chips. He was all of that. Not only was he doing healing ministry, he had the apostles. He was sending. He made the. He called the apostles. The men he had to call them. We're gonna leave that right there. Well, he had to call the men. But they came, and he made them apostles. In other words, he was setting up churches. We're going to talk about that five-fold ministry because we need to get it right, and it needs to come back to the church. And I do believe that before Jesus comes, the church will go back to what the original church was doing. We done got away from it. But it will. You can mark it down. We're going to go back because God going to bring forth the remnant the remnant that he has got in the wilderness. You're going to see people that's going to come up. You're going to see some true prophets. They're going to show you how to be a prophet. That's some apostles. They're going to show you how to be a show enough apostle. There's going to be some pastors and bishops that are show enough bishops and pastors of God, leaders and teachers or whatever their office they're called to do, whatever they're anointing on their life, they're going to show you how to do it for real. Because God is getting them ready in the wilderness. You'll see. Mark it down because you're going to see it. You're going to see it. Because when Jesus came and he was sent to whoever he was sent to, they were healed. They were delivered. They were set free. Why was they set free? Because they believed in the one that was sent. Why was they healed? Because they believed in Jesus. They believed in the miracle working power of God. And it was manifested according to their faith in what they believed. Because of the unbelief, he couldn't do much in the town. He couldn't do much because they couldn't see past. I mean, I, I know sometimes we want, you know, our family. We want the people in our community sometimes to support your ministry and stuff. But sometimes they just won't believe. They won't believe who you are. And they'll always come, and they're going to call you what they used to call you back in the day when God done changed your name to something else, and there's a reason why he changed that name. But we got to get it right. We got to know that when God speaks, he speaks through the prophet. 
He speaks through the, the mouth of the prophet. And the word of God tells us when a prophet speaks in the name of the Lord, if the thing does not happen or come to pass, that is the thing which the Lord has not spoken. The prophet has spoken it perceptually. You shall not be afraid of him or her, that prophet, because they were not sent. So what they spoke sound good, sound good, sound good, watered down, sound good, watered down. But they're not a prophet of God. He didn't call them. Matter of fact, some probably a preaching word, it ain't even in the Bible. It just sounds good. And, you know, and you're listening to them, and you get all caught up in your emotions, which that's what they plan for you to do is get caught up in your emotions. And they ain't giving you no word of truth. God ain't even said it. That's why it ain't came to pass yet. They told you three days. It's been three years. <laughs> it ain't came to pass yet. <laughs> we got to get it right. Jesus did many miracles in his work of ministry when he was upon the earth, but because of his hometown, he didn't do it, and the people in the hometown. So we got to realize that that those among us that we know may not believe in our ministry. They, they, if they don't believe in it, that's okay. They didn't believe in Jesus' ministry. If they reject your ministry, that's okay. They rejected Jesus' ministry. If they don't believe that you're a man or woman of God, that's okay. They didn't believe in who Jesus was. In God, they didn't believe it. So we got to uh, believe God and believe the Word of God, and know that that if God <clears throat> says that person is His chosen one, His anointed one, he, that he he or she is, and you have to receive that. And if you don't believe it, the best thing to do is to walk away. Don't touch him. Just walk away. Don't touch the ministry. Don't come against the work of God. Don't do it. Don't come against his work. Don't come against the work because you don't believe. You don't have to believe in them. You don't have to. First of all, you should be believing in Jesus and see the work of God through them. You don't have to believe that God has called them. You don't have to follow their ministry. If you don't believe, why are you following the ministry? But in the word of God, we see that they follow Jesus' ministry, the religious leaders. We saw the others, the little street committee, following the, the ministry. But they didn't believe. Their heart was full of unbelief. They had no faith. Thing. They were just there to to cause confusion and all all kind of other stuff and don't want nobody else to get healed, don't want nobody else to get delivered, they don't want nobody else to have anything because they think they're supposed to have everything, but that ain't no truth. We got to believe in the truth. We have gotten away from the things of God because we have got so caught up in everything else. And everything else, we just it's caught up in the wrong things. We just caught up in money and all this, all this kind, all this stuff, all this foolishness, and it's just not God. We got to believe in what God says. We got to believe the Word of God. 
We got to believe who God has sent. If God sent them, they got something that you need. If God sent the prophet, a prophetess to you, they have a message from you. It's something that you need. But if you do not believe it, then God can't do a miracle in your life because it's done by the faith. And and in the, as the word I said earlier, as the word said, we have to believe in God's prophet and have faith in God. You know, and even in the word of God, and when Moses was sent, you know, Moses, Moses was worried about the same thing. You know, all the, the prophets prophet go through a lot of stuff. They go through a lot of stuff. But I want to encourage you. If you don't believe in the prophet, and um, ask God. Spend time in his word. And God will send forth a true prophet in your life. He will, he will, he will, he will. We see it through the word that he sent. John the Baptist was a prophet. Many prophets. Uh, Miriam was a, a prophetess. It was many prophet men and women that God had in the Bible in those days that came to the people to tell them what God is saying and to give them instruction. God wants to do a greater work in your life, but you have to receive who he has sent. First of all, you've got to receive Jesus. you got to receive him. In order to be saved, you got to receive him. You can't reject him. You can't refuse him. you got to believe in him to be saved. you got to believe in him to be healed. That, that's why I said he only, what it says up here, it says, um, uh, let's see, and he could there do no mighty work, say that he laid his hand upon a, a small amount of sick folk, and he healed them. But the people saw the healing, but they, they just didn't believe. I don't know how we how we get, get right here. What, what are we doing? Where have we lost our faith, y'all? What's going on? We're believing in stuff that's not even of God. And we're sowing in ministries that are not of God. But we refuse to sow into the ministries of God. We will come because we want to receive sometimes. But we don't want to sow until the things of God that is true. We'll sow into stuff that is false and fake. We'll do it every time. We do it every time. You see it so much, and it's so sad to see that we don't want to sow into the things of God, but we want to sow into the things of the world. We want to be a part of something that is so big. We want to be a part of that. We want the biggest church. We want the biggest this. We want the biggest that. God can take the smallest ministry, and he can rise that ministry to a new level. And he's going to do some of that, too. You're going to see prophets and prophetess in the land doing great and mighty works for God with signs, miracles, and wonders following those ministries. And people don't wonder where they came from. 
but these are the remnant. These are the people that God has had back or been in the wilderness. They're getting them ready for doing the work that's about to come forth to do these great revivals because God wants the people healed. He he don't he don't want them to continue to go in and out of the church and out you know in and out of things and 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 going in one way and coming out the same way they went. That that was not what Jesus did. Jesus healed his his, his a healing ministry. Ministry is supposed to be for the healing. Jesus said, "I came for the sick." He he came for the people that were sick. That needed needed a, a, a true decision. He he came for the sick. He came for the lame. He came for those who needed a savior. He came as a prophet and sent by God. He was sent by God. He was a true prophet of God. A lot of times we don't know a prophet because we, like I said earlier, we look at what side of town they came from. We look at their parents. What side of the tracks they came from, what they had, what they used to do, all kind of stuff. When God done cleaned their heart and done cleaned them up and making them into a man, a woman of God, and there we go. We want to take kind of take them back to where God has delivered them from. We got to get some. We got to get some faith. We got to get some faith because of the unbelief that's going on. Many people today. They do some come in the church house and they look to be healed there. But how can they be healed when they see leaders out in the community doing everything they're big enough and bad enough to do? On Sunday, but on Sunday we're in the church and we hold it in righteous, and and we keep it. We're standing in the way of sinners. Because we're not living our life right before God. We're not living our life right. We're, we're just not living right. Some of us are living in sin. We can't live in sin. How can we teach others if we're living in sin ourselves? What are they going to believe? If we we living in sin ourselves, we got to get our own life right so that we can do what God has called us to do and then do it in an excellent way. We got to get our spirit right. We got to get it right. Because no man can serve two months. It's time to choose who you're going to serve. You're either going to serve God or you're going to serve the devil. But you can't have two masters. We're going to believe in God or we're not going to believe in God. Are we going to live for God? Are we going to not live for God? We got a choice. We need to choose this day. Who are we going to serve? Are we going to serve Jesus or are we going to serve the world? But we can't serve both. We got to get it right. We got to believe God and know that God is able to do just what he said he can do. We got to believe in Jesus. As a miracle-working God, we have to receive his message and believe by faith. You must believe in Jesus. You must believe in 
God prophet. You got to believe. Dozo, again, I want to encourage you. Don't think it's strange when people reject your ministry. Don't think it's strange when people turn against you and hate you. Say it to us in the word of God, you know, they hated me first. They rejected my ministry first. They didn't believe in what he did. They didn't believe the work. And some of the things they said to Jesus. So we, we, we have to realize that when we are true to true to who we said we are and gone, you better get ready because that they will not believe. And because of their unbelief, they will not receive you nor your message because they don't believe in you, just like they don't believe in Jesus today. So we got to get it right and just know that Jesus went through the same thing, and that's why it says in the Word that he marveled because of their unbelief. All of the miracles that he did, all of the things that he did in his own country and among the uh, the, the the cities that he went through and, 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 and even among his kin and in his own house, and yet they did not believe. And I know many times we want those in our own household to believe, but sometimes those in our own household are our worst enemy. And they are enemy to us in many ways in our ministry and everything else. <clears throat> but I want to encourage you to keep doing the work and trust God and know that God is with you. And who God has called you to be, that's who you are. Be who you are called to be in ministry, not who they say you are. And that's what Apostle told me once when I started in the ministry is that, you know, people were calling me, you know, different, you know, different offices because uh, you don't have titles in ministry. And I said, well, that ain't what God said. And she said, you got to be who God said you are not who the world say that you are. If God says that you are apostle, prophet, pastor, bishop, teacher, whatever he's calling you to do, that's who you are. And you have to have confidence. So I just pray that God will give you confidence in knowing who you are in him and that you will no longer worry about people rejecting your ministry because they rejected Jesus and refused to believe in him, in the one that is sent. So today, know that because of their unbelief, they won't believe who you are in God. But that's okay. That's between them and God. Amen to God. Be all of the glory. We thank God for his word. Because of unbelief, many will miss what God has for them because they don't believe. So I don't want you to miss it. I want you to get it. And at this time, I'm going to open the, uh, open the, open the tree, but I'm going to do the invitation to uh, uh, Christ. And I want to encourage you today um, to come if you don't know him because God will send forth 
people to help you in your life, to help you receive everything that God has for you. Jesus died that you could have salvation and experience his love, that your soul can be saved and washed cleansed with the blood of Jesus. So today I want to ask you to say just simple prayer, Lord, save me. Come into my heart and be my Lord and Savior. I believe that you live died and rose again just for me. I believe that you were sent by God, that I may be healed, delivered, and set free in Jesus' name. Amen. And if you said that prayer and you honestly do a print, just hit me up on Facebook, Voice of Truth, uh, leave a contact number or however I can contact you, and I will do that. We will get with my leaders, and we will get together with you and uh, minister unto you so you can get what God has for you. As I said earlier, uh, this ministry is not a fake ministry. These are true prophets on this ministry. There are true elders, pastors in this ministry. There are true ministers in this ministry. And I'm not saying anybody other ministries or not. I'm just I can tell you about what I know, and I know about this ministry. I want to encourage you to get connected to the ministry, and we thank God for every soul that's saved. I'm going to go ahead and do the VLT announcement. We do hope and pray that you tune in to Pathetic Corner today. The first half of the hour power with Prophetess Martha William, a true prophet of God, uh, on the air from 5 to 6. I want to encourage you to get connected and stay connected. Voice of Truth is the second half of the hour power from 6.30 to 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time every Sunday. They call us the hour power. That's the name that God has given us as the hour of power. So you get two hours of power on Sunday. Amen. That's God's work. Then on Tuesday night, we have one word from the Lord with my leaders, Pastor Joseph and Apostle Prophet Yvonne Rao. They are on the air live at 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time, a true prophet of God. I need one word for the Lord. So I want to encourage you to get connected to them now. Also on Saturday, we have for you Elder Daniel Bertha Askews. Uh, Faith Calm by Hearing Ministries is on the air live at 3 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Get connected and stay connected. We want to also encourage you to become a wild partner for $25 or more. If you want to do that, you can hit us up on Facebook. We all have Facebook pages. Amen. To God be all of the glory. And we're going to go ahead and get up out of here. Amen. I'm going to go ahead and do the benediction. Now to him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you finally before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. To the only wise God, I say, you be glory, majesty, dominion, and power both now and forever. Amen. Be blessed. Have a blessed week in the name of the Lord. Enjoy your memorial day. Uh, if you are off tomorrow and be safe, know that God loves you. We love you, too, here at Voice of Truth Worldwide Ministries. Be blessed. We love you.